the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Well, it is good to be back, and it's been a long time since I've been on the air. It's actually Bruce Hooley on The Bruce Hooley Show. So thank you for joining. Thank you for being faithful and listening to the show while Jack Windsor, Doyle Jackson, and others were sitting in for me. Um, A little bit of oddity, I guess, coincidence, although is there really such a thing as coincidence? Uh, I was here on my birthday, September the 12th, to do the Bruce Hooley show like I do every day, 11 to 1, Monday through Friday, and had a seizure that morning here at work. First one I ever had. Didn't know I had it. I woke up. Uh, to people shaking me, asking me if I knew who I was and where I was. And most of you know that shortly after that, uh, an ER visit revealed that I had a brain tumor since taken out, undergone one round of radiation, no more of that. They don't let you do that more than once a year. One round of chemo in the books, actually two rounds of chemo in the books. Depends on if you count the second round as one 28-day cycle as an actual round, or if the whole 12-month array of 28-day cycles is one treatment in and of itself. But I've got a couple weeks off here from chemo. I don't anticipate any more extended uh, absences from the air. I left on September the 12th, my birthday. I'm back on February 12th, my brother's birthday. So shout out to my older brother, Keith. Glad to be back on and really appreciative of all of you who uh, prayed for me and continue to pray for me. I've been very touched by that. Uh, Honestly, when I left, I knew I had an audience, but I didn't know I had as large an audience and as caring an audience as has become clear to me through this period of time. So that's a gift. It's a gift I don't undervalue. I certainly appreciate it, and I consider it a blessing to be able to be back on. Uh, Not to overload you with details, but for those of you who didn't follow my blog during my first round of treatment, uh, I was pretty amazed that I had no side effects. None of the typical side effects from chemo, none of the side effects I feared from radiation. I can't say enough great things about my doctors at Ohio Health. Uh, I can't say enough great things about uh, several different communities that I'm privileged to belong to. Uh, My Jonathan Alder community out near where I live. Uh, the Worthington Christian community, where my daughters go to school, Uh, my church family, Northwest Chapel in Dublin, and probably a few more communities that I've left out. I do want to shout out and not exclude uh, my Olentangy Tiger Bombs. Many of you have uh, reached out, been very kind, and I can't say enough uh, nice things. I can't say enough thank yous or convey how much you've all meant to me and how much I appreciate your kindness to my family throughout this uh, five months away. What's happened besides going through treatment in the five months away? Yes, I did uh, get elected to my local school board. I'm excited about that. We have a meeting tonight. And uh, not surprisingly, uh, it took only one meeting 
for uh, some people to voice opposition to me being on the school board. That's fine. That's how elections work. Somebody wins, somebody loses, and the people who lose are allowed to be upset about it. So that doesn't upset me. Um, But I look forward to serving, and I don't just serve the people who voted for me. I serve everyone, but I can't please everyone. And that's an important lesson that we need to uh, know, eyes wide open, as conservatives, as we move into this national election cycle, is that you're not going to please everybody. And more than that, most likely, if you are saying true things, if you are refusing to allow error to proliferate, whether it's on the local level, whether it's in your job, um, in a club you belong to, any place like that, you're probably not going to get quiet opposition. You're probably going to get very visceral, loud, unfair, unjust criticism. You should expect it. Uh, The Bible says, in this world, you will have trouble. It doesn't say, you might have trouble. It doesn't say, if you're really unlucky, you might encounter a teensy-weensy bit of trouble. No, it says, in this world, you will have trouble. Now, you're not going to have trouble if you don't say what's true, because that's a very popular stance for people to take. Whatever's popular, if you adopt that, well, you'll be popular. Or at least you'll probably be insulated from too much consternation and too much pushback. Uh, That's not what I've been about here on this show. It's not what I'm going to be about going forward. But if there's going to be a change in the show going forward, I think it is that I'll probably say things that now uh, anger people who previously thought that we were 100% aligned. For instance, uh, Donald Trump's going to be the Republican nominee for president. I will vote for Donald Trump for president over Joe Biden. I would vote for uh, Mr. Potato Head as president over Joe Biden because Mr. Potato Head is smarter and has a better memory. But that doesn't mean that I support, endorse, or like everything Donald Trump does. I hate that Joe Biden puts our U.S. military soldiers in harm's way in the Middle East. He turned them into sitting ducks, and we lost, what, 13 of them in his disastrous Afghanistan retreat? We have lost at least five here during the innumerable Houthi terrorist attacks in the Middle East, two Navy SEALs in the Red Sea trying to enforce shipping lanes that would be open if not for Biden allowing myriad Houthi terrorist attacks and his ridiculous enablement or enabling of Iran and its proxies. And we lost three in a strike about a week ago. And wow. They're all from Georgia. They're all black soldiers. Two of them are young black women. Do you think if Donald Trump were the president and three black soldiers, two young black women, were killed by terrorists, that that wouldn't be mentioned by the news media? It would be mentioned ad nauseum by the news media. So I don't like Biden's approach to putting our soldiers in harm's way, nor do I like 
Donald Trump campaigning for president and mocking Nikki Haley. And where is her husband? Her husband is serving in the U.S. military, serving honorably. So I would like to have a president I could be proud of. I would like to have a president who is a role model. Yes, I would like to have a president who shuts the border and lowers gas prices and gets rid of inflation and furthers business in the U.S. Can I have both? If I don't insist on having both, how will I ever get both? So it's not wrong to demand more. The election can be a choice between better and worse. But we shouldn't stop insisting on best. So that's the position I'll take going forward. I've said several times while I've been gone that I now realize more than ever that there are no political solutions. There are only gospel solutions. But, but, it doesn't mean that we are called to retreat from the system and not participate in the system anymore. No, we have to work with the system that we have, and we're called as authentic believers in Jesus Christ and what he did for us at the cross to let our light shine into darkness. It's pretty dark out there, in case you haven't noticed. Satan is the father of lies, which means he gave birth to every single Democrat in the Biden administration. Because can you name me one person, just one, one, one person in the Biden administration who is an authentic believer? One, just one. I know Donald Trump isn't one, but I know when he was president, he was surrounded by them. Mike Pence. Ben Carson, Mike Pompeo, Kaylee McEnany, probably a lot more I don't know. There's not one in the Biden administration. So we shouldn't be surprised that the Biden administration is deeply immersed in darkness with an ever-escalating allegiance to more. So I will continue to call that out where I see it. I won't lack for examples, I'll get into a few next as during the Super Bowl yesterday. And by the way, <clears throat> if you're tuning in, expecting this to be like virtually every other radio show in America the day after the Super Bowl, where we go through the Super Bowl ads and we go through the uh, Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey drama, um, I will disappoint you today. Because I honestly, this is no kidding, for the first time in my life, I did not watch a play of the Super Bowl. I find it, the whole spectacle, to be, and I'm not saying you're wrong too, I'm just saying, for me, it is a microcosm of the degradation of our culture, the over-commercialization, the glorification of self, all of that. So I didn't know who won until 10.30 this morning until the headline popped up on my screen. So we will continue with more of The Bruce Hooley Show in my return next. Well, apparently all that uh, complaining about special counsel Robert Hur's characterization of Joe Biden as a well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory. That'll look great on a campaign sign, by the way, uh, is not going over well. With the American public, an ABC News poll says 86% of Americans 
believe Joe Biden is too old to be president. Uh, that is true. He is not too old to be president. I suppose there are some 81-year-olds who could handle it. I would favor that we not allow anyone to run for president after the age of 75. I'd be fine with that. We have a age minimum. Why don't we have an age maximum? <clears throat> Donald Trump is 77. He would be excluded. I would much rather see a presidential campaign this fall between Ron DeSantis. He's my number one pick. But yeah, I'll take Nikki Haley. Uh, anybody else on the Republican side with new ideas. Somebody who could be a president for two terms. Wouldn't that be nice? If we'd elect a person who could be a president for two terms. Because I think it'll take us eight years to dig out from all the nonsense of this Biden administration. Now, speaking of nonsense. There's never a shortage of it with Joe Biden. One of the nonsensical things that he said at his disastrous press conference last week, there were many, was his doubling back to the podium before he confused the presidents of Egypt and Mexico. And that might explain, by the way, why we have an open border in that he thinks the president of Mexico is the president of Egypt and he thinks the president of Egypt is the president of Mexico, which... Maybe he is calling the president that he thinks is in charge of the southern border. The problem is he thinks that's the president of Egypt. Shut the border! And the president of Egypt is puzzled because the border to Gaza, his border that he's in control of, is actually closed. (laughs) But one of the things Biden did when he doubled back before he got those two confused is he said that Israel's response in Gaza has been over the top. Over the top. It's so over the top when you go in to try to eradicate a group of people who have stated many times their desire to eradicate you. That's over the top. So I guess our response to 9-11 was uh, over the top. I guess our response to uh, December 6th, December 7th, 1941 was over the top. Because... What right did we have to try to preserve our national sovereignty at the hands of an enemy who was bent on our destruction? Israel, apparently, according to Joe Biden, does not have that right. He said it was over the top. Well, last night, after Joe Biden was done ruminating about the causes of smaller ice cream boxes, which we'll get to momentarily, uh, the Israeli Defense Forces rescued two Israeli hostages being held by Hamas terrorists in Rafah. Now, Rafah is one of the cities that Biden said Israel should get out of, should not go into, because it's causing too many civilian casualties. Now, civilian casualties are a part of war. If you look up, I know, it's really hard, Democrats, to actually research something to see if it emboldens or exposes your position. But if you look up World War II casualties, you will find that the casualties in World War II, about 20% of them were actually civilian, uh, actually soldiers with weapons in their hands. And then about 80% of them were civilians. Thus, it has always been in war. Thus, it will always be in war. Hence, the civilians in Gaza, for whom we are supposed to feel so sorry, 
And I'm not saying they deserve it, but I'm saying they put that regime in power or didn't rise up against it. Could we muster on the Democratic side any of the same sympathy for, oh, I don't know, the innocent women? Images of who whom I can't even describe on this show in terms of how they wound up if they were murdered, which would be, some would argue, a more merciful outcome than continuing to be held hostage, continuing to be raped, continuing to be ravaged by Hamas terrorists? Could we muster any of the sympathy for the babies in Israel who were burned in ovens? Or does the sympathy door not revolve and only swing one way to where we feel sorry for the babies in Gaza? The Palestinians started this. The Israelis have every right to finish it. And so the Israeli Defense Forces went into Gaza last night and rescued a 61-year-old and a 71-year-old Israeli hostage. They shot their way into the building, acting on intelligence. They hugged the hostages as they pulled them out so that if they were caught in gunfire, the Israeli soldiers would be killed, not the hostages. That is courage. That is valor. That is bravery. That is selflessness. That is love for your fellow man. There remain this morning 134 hostages in Gaza. Eight of them are Americans. Eight of them. Does anybody remember how Nightline started? Remember Nightline? You do if you were alive during the uh, hostage crisis in the latter days of Jimmy Carter's presidency when ABC News decided there were 51 American hostages and they needed to have a program on the air every single night until we could get the American hostages back. Now, none of the major media outlets in the nation even mention that we have eight American hostages in Gaza and that there have already been American hostages killed in Gaza in their attack on Israel. Unprovoked, unjust, inhumane attack on Israel. So that happened last night during the Super Bowl. Something else that happened last night in advance of the Super Bowl was Joe Biden in a heavily edited blurb talked about a phenomenon that he is fed up with. He is fed up with smaller ice cream boxes at the same price as if he pays for his ice cream. It's called shrinkflation. Now, his brain is shrinking, or at least the cells that work are shrinking every day. But we're going to get into Joe Biden talking about shrinkflation and what shrinkflation, the phenomenon of it, tells us about Democrats. Because it's not just the price of ice cream, the price of snacks. It's the price of everything, and it's the uh, bad explanation for everything. That's next. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
the explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.